Seltzer Kings Podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching and just like that. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin Jandor. My name is John Sieber. I loved your enthusiasm, Corey. Welcome. I, uh, I'm i excited to talk about tonight's episode. You just had a banana. I can, I, I can see the fructose surging through your veins right now. It's just coursing through my <laughs> You're veins. You're just so pumped. I'm so pumped. I got a, I got a workout in. I'm just ready to go and Kevin's talk over about there it. drinking bang energy. I get no <laughs> Coke Zero. Strawberry Kiss Bang Energy. We are caffeinated. Mm-hmm. We are. We're pumped we are, up. We are high on this episode. We only have two more before literally uh, the numbers of this podcast plummet tank. back back to. So you see all of us homeless. Yeah. yeah. We uh we are we've only got two left. Mm-hmm. This I know tonight's the penultimate. Uh, and listen, what's up? Anything could happen. I know we could. One of the three of us could die before the next next two podcasts. What's crazy is it's we're true. on our way to Cleveland. Yeah, right now <laughs> we're on our way to Cleveland. I'm in Cleveland, and I'm excited to see what happens. It's yeah. hot in Cleveland. It is. Yeah. You're oh, there, man. I I feel like. It's exciting to it's exciting to just be like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen in Cleveland? Opening scene is for sure Miranda, like maybe at Hudson News, just (laughs) super, super fucking pumped in the airport. Yeah. And then it shows her like on the airplane. I know it has to start with Carrie every single time. I don't know. I just in a hotel room or an arena. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just excited for what kind of food is there in Cleveland? Listen. Yeah. Let, let me Cleveland explain facts. to you. I I grew up in in the Cleveland area, Akron, Canton. Um, my dad grew up in Cleveland. It's known as the mistake on the lake. Mm, is that okay. true? Yes. Wow. Um, there's a lot of oil, big steel industry that like mm. plummeted. Okay. Not a lot of money. Uh, it has the. You think she's going to be working in a steel mill? <laughs> well, monetarily it was bad. Just swinging a sledgehammer with yeah. some, like some dirt on her face. Chase seems like. She seems like they have a working class energy to them. So you, Cleveland is like. You want to be with me, Miranda? Go down, get down into the mines. Yeah. Bring up some steel. <laughs> Mine up some steel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, Chase I feel like I'm in a fairy back. tale. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm, yeah. So I don't know. It would be great if some of Cleveland's uh, Cleveland showed up in the episode, just like the some architecture, some. You think we'll get a Drew Carey cameo? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's great is like we we in Sex and the City it was like it was generally pretty awful when they left New York like yeah. they went to L A it was it felt a little bit off they went to Paris and it was good they went to Atlantic City and people just despised it yeah, yeah. what if this Cleveland episode is just an absolute banger yeah it's just, just like her just Miranda just at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame what. We found ourselves as the sixth character of the show. It's LeBron James. <laughs> it's the fucking, it is the, the Northeastern Ohio architecture <laughs> and, and energy. I mean, I just didn't know how much Cleveland we needed. It would have made Sex and City 2 so much better. <laughs> They're just on the sand dunes in their burkas in Cleveland. <laughs> just going down roller coasters at Cedar Point. Yeah. Is Cedar Point in Cleveland? No, it's in Sandusky. It's, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It is in Sandusky. But, but it is a, it's a great... It's going to be close. Yeah. Isn't everything Ohio? Ohio's a good fucking town. <laughs> Ohio, Ohio's a good town. That's what's on the t-shirt. Yeah. 
on the Ohio, back. It's that's, like, forget about the mistake on the lake. Yeah, that's forget what Miranda's going to be wearing. Yeah. Ohio is a good town. I heart Ohio. Do you think? Uh, do you think? Uh, what, what was the wait? There was there was a thing you said a second ago that was like another Ohio slogan. Was there an Ohio slogan? Um, Ohio's where dreams die. For yeah, <laughs> where, where dreams Ohio, die. Listen, I'm a huge fan of Ohio. I grew up there, and now I go back once a year. So, I'm, <laughs> um, no, but I'm—I mean, I'm kind of chomping at the bit to watch this episode. I'm very excited. I'm very excited too. Last last week was our second highest rating, or did we all give it fives? Fives. Highest. We went fives across the board. Three fives, fives across the board. Solid we, three we fives. We do last wish week. that we all agreed that we wished last week's episode was the third episode, mm-hmm. right? Because you have the death of Big. Yes. You have the funeral to get over. And then that should have been the third episode. So this should be the fourth episode. And I'm very excited to see what we're going to watch tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, I don't know. We've been on a streak of like the past two episodes have been just so on another level. So yeah. it's pretty exciting to see what where they're taking things. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm I'm really, I'm stoked. I want to see, I want to see Che at an arena show. Yeah. I want to see Che just crushing up there just crushing up there and when we say crushing there will be no laughter there will just be <laughs> you just hear so much snapping it sounds like a <laughs> it just sounds like a bunch of fucking crickets in in like a field but instead like you of, think people be do do this at chase shows that we they do. really yeah at, at, at chase in, taping they yeah. did i didn't even know i didn't even, and i, I actually, missed that i actually read an interesting um thing about how snapping is like uh laughter is involuntary and so snapping is like basically they're like it's a completely other to snap at something is is just totally different because you're choosing to do it whereas laughter is something you can't you're a comedian if you told a joke and i just sat in the front row and just gave you one of these how how would you feel i would not call myself a comedian anymore. <laughs> i would say i'm a slam poet yeah here i am with or you bleep. Do you remember Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street? He does slam poetry. Yeah. It's so oh, wait, does he do funny. it when at the at the talent show with the improv? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the improv yeah. scene is so funny when he's they're trying to get a suggestion and Channing Tatum's just throwing stuff out there and he's like, just do jokes. Yeah. <laughs> no, just be funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why are you doing this? Just be funny. Yeah. It's so great. The, What's um, this from? 21, 21 Jump Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know classic. if they snapped or anything, but that's where I feel like snapping came from, from like Greenwich Village and like the, Yeah, it was like a beatnik poet yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Che's, you know, Che's uh, comedy is is like poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not funny. Yeah. Che's <laughs> comedy is like poetry in that um, most people, it's, it's unrealistic that uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. I like poets. Yeah, whatever. I like poetry. They're the the Robert Longfellow of of this. Let's watch the episode. Let's watch the episode. I'm chomping at the bit. I don't want to. I don't want to hate on Che too much because yeah. you do the whole time. And yeah, I, and, and, we're and also and, last episode we didn't hate on Che. Last I know. Episode That's we why were I'm, a I'm bringing a positive, Che. Yeah, positive vibe to this episode because I'm very excited about yeah. what's going to happen. Let's watch well, it. All right, let's, let's go to Ohio, Katie. Hopefully, take us home. Land the plane, Katie. You are now arriving in Cleveland. Ding. Episode 9. No Strings Attached. Carrie questions whether she's ready to take another step towards letting go. Charlotte boasts that she's finally finished with menopause. And Miranda's spontaneity backfires. And now, back to the boy. And we did not go to Ohio. <laughs> we did not go to Ohio. <laughs> not even at close. All. So I guess someone went I'll to Ohio. I'll tell you where we went. And I'm going to be bringing this up a whole bunch in this episode. Where? We went to Sunset Park, Brooklyn with the Tacos El Bronco Wait, truck. You, did you see? Of course I saw it. I freaked out. Dude, that's, that's John's favorite. It's the best. Favorite. It's, it's, it's the only yeah. thing that my neighborhood is known for. 
Tacos El Bronco. I would, I would disagree with that and say your neighborhood is also known for Melody Lanes, one of the best bowling <laughs> alleys true. in yes. all of New York City. And That's best true. view in New York. Best view of New York. That is true. If you go into Sunset Park, the actual park, and we got Industry City, but Tacos El Bronco is the focal point of our neighborhood. Amazing. Here's a pro tip Thank for you, you that, are, that, are, that are listening, and you're like, I want to go get Tacos El Bronco, some of the best Mexican food in New York. Don't go to the truck. Yeah. Go, go to, to the, the restaurant. restaurant. And here's the best part of the restaurant. It was, I think it was once a Japanese restaurant because there's like pictures of Mount Fuji in the wall uh -huh. and then just black stallions like running by as if it's the Mexican countryside. We went, uh, now I'm remembering when we yeah. went there. Yeah, we, we went, went there we for went dinner. We went for a pod meeting one time. Delicious tacos. That was, so when we, that was when we started our Patreon. Yeah, it's true. That's that true. We had, we had a meeting there and we're like, we should start a Patreon. Yeah. I uh, love Tacos El Bronco, which, name. by the way, we responded to all of your Instagram uh, messages. We're, we're recording a Patreon episode after this. Yes. That is us uh, taking calls and talking uh, about all the things on the Instagram to have a discussion, discussion. of this episode. So go yeah. sign up for that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's. You want to get into it, John? You want to give us the breakdown, and then we'll 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 dip right in. This is like the the task of of breaking down an episode is becoming it's increasingly lot. more challenging. I can do it. I wrote what happened in the episode, yeah, but I I also wrote every character and what was what was occurring. Okay, cool. So, uh, what happens yeah. is we we have a chat and chew. We discuss um, menopause and painting. We see Lizette bring Carrie a ring and she, uh, Hot. who the ring, Carrie, Lizette, Lizette. Yeah. Uh, and they start talking about Carrie starts thinking about and pondering about, uh, the ring that big left her. Mm. Um, we have Anthony, uh, coming over, we're working hot guy bread, which is great. And then the star of the episode, in my opinion, Lily, uh, getting her period, uh, and not being able to swim in the Hamptons. We have, uh, a chade eight. In which um, some fans come up, take a selfie, and really blow Che up with her with their sex life. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Seema and Carrie waiting in line and Instagramming the wedding ring. As a, as a fellow comedian, that always happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I think you had sex with my friend somewhere. And, and then we really? have um, the dinner party in which Anthony brings over Justin, the Holocaust denier. And we have an actual good montage of Charlotte prepping Lily for the tampon. Can't wait for uh, for for the three of us to discuss uh, tampon logistics. Oh, me neither. It's what I'm really looking forward to. I know how they work. Um, we have we have Carrie and uh, and Peter. Is that it? Is that Mr. Triggs' name? Um, yeah, Peter. Yeah, yeah Peter. Carrie and Triggs uh, date scene. Um, and then we have uh, Che and Miranda, where Miranda brings over cookies. And then the last final scene was the painting scene. I wrote Tacos El Bronco in all caps. Hmm. Uh, but basically, we have LTW with the perfect family, Nye and Andre uh, circling back on whether they want kids, Miranda pulling back from Che, Carrie pondering Big's ring, Charlotte is the uh, period slash menopause, freaking Steve, the beast. Jeez. And uh, and just like that, I was up for a dance. We end with Seema and Carrie going into the club. Wow! Because uh, she's the boss. Good job. Good job, John. You did. Uh, I need a break. You I need a great. Well, where do we want to start? There's so well, much to talk about. Let's let's organize it in. I have to be honest about my feelings about the episode, which are. We need to, we need to, where should my, where should I place my negativity? Because How negativity in this episode, because I think it was like, this episode was awesome. I, I think this, this was like, for me, almost like ruined the entire series. What? Yeah. Wow. Are wow. you serious? I'm, I'm dead serious. We have a, a Bradshaw debate then. This episode was fantastic. I I feel like there's a lot of good things within the episode. What was bad in this episode? Place your start with your negativity. Yeah, let's get okay. into this. What was uh, listen? What I was thought, possibly I, bad in this I've episode. I thought about this a lot. I think there's there's a lot of let's choose choose a character and then and then this whole episode will not be me being negative, but it's like a it's Lily, like an we'll start with Lily. Okay, I'm just saying. At some point, I need I need to break down the philosophy of why I hate this episode. Do it now. Okay, 
Yeah, don't tease us. So the Cleveland setup. Disappoint. I'm disappointed in that. This whole this whole time. Now the internet. We were we were early to the the Che criticism. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, well, hold on, it's called Chate. Yeah. <laughs> we were early to the Chate. Yes, we were and early chaters. And yeah. then we decided. And I know there's on Instagram some people like Che, and that's fine. Yeah. But and I don't have a problem with um, with Che completely as a character in like small ways. Mm-hmm. The underpinning of this character is bad, and this episode proved it. A, they didn't go to Cleveland, and that was a dumb setup. And so maybe something will happen next episode, but I'm telling you what. They may not end up together, but the writers of Che do not – they believe that Che is a good, well-rounded, interesting person. Che was – like Jay, such a small percentage of this episode, though. I know, but that storyline and and between the Miranda and Steve situation is, I think, the biggest betrayal of of anything ever in the in this was, new series. Was, yes, <laughs> it was yes, bigger, it's, a, it's it's like the reason why people are pissed. A bigger betrayal than Brutus and Caesar. Listen, if we're going to take this seriously, the <laughs> writing of the series. Seriously, which we don't have to because I get it. It's just a TV show. But I don't think that they have a respect for Miranda and Steve. I don't think the new writing staff does. Okay. And I think it was on display. And specifically, I think that Che is... <clears throat> I You can agree with this or not. I th- read this and I think I had a conversation with my friend Olivia about it, right? Okay, is Olivia, in Olivia what has been way on the pod. is in what way is Che not um, a supporting stock character? Supporting stock character, okay. That's like who comes to the aid of a protagonist in a film who possesses special insight, mystical powers. Mm-hmm. That's what are, you, what are you talking about? That is. I'm, that is a a trope called the magical. I'm not even going to say it. It's not well. It's magical Negro, but it's like mm-hmm. it's like discussed in film classes, and those are bad black characters. But that would, what, okay, what mystical powers does Che have? There's no uh, have judgment you, of their drug use. There's no judgment of their disrespect of Miranda's marriage. There's no judgment of their alcoholism. And then you're always on stage. You happen to be hey. I have a great podcast in a great arena and I'm a great comedian. And also on top of that, I'm a nice person and I'm going to be committed to you and I have an open relationship. I don't think, and we'll see, maybe I'll change next episode, but there is no, there's no, all even the negative things about Che mm-hmm. are still spin as positive. That's like, Hey, I'm cool. Beep, 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 Bob. I'm just like a chill person that fucks everyone and does drugs and and drinks all the time. They're, they're not. They're I not want. fucking everyone. They're only fucking Miranda. In, in this instance, and then, but there's no judgment of this being a potentially flawed character in any way. And I'm just saying, I thought that it was headed towards something in Cleveland, and without that being there, for me, the entire Miranda Steve Che thing falls apart in a way that is a major betrayal. Of everything, and that's all I need to get off my chest. And I think that Che is the reason why there are magical characters is because, like Legend of Bagger Vance, this is just Will Smith, the black mm-hmm. character coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. to teach white people, like I am the wise black man. And and, and you think Che, you is, think che for, is doing that for queerness? Yes. Is Che doing that? Is Che doing that? For Miranda, for not for queerness, but for an awakening for Miranda. I'm not saying that that makes it better, but I'm saying it's not for queerness for the series. It's for, I mean, that would actually be the same thing you're saying, but as Che uses a device for Miranda waking up and changing her life. Yes. You're also making the assumption that Miranda can't change. Why can't Miranda the character Miranda is changing? <laughs> why can't Miranda the character change and lose interest in her marriage? They can. I'm that, saying that happens fifty percent of the time. Yeah, because it's in done relationships. in a poor. It's it's written in a poor, ham-fisted way yeah. that is not that doesn't involve any like. But this is a show about Miranda, not Che. Yeah. And I think in this episode, we, 
we saw Miranda responding. It had nothing to do with with Che at all. But the the Che is has magical powers that is possessing in order to give the white in this case straight I, my, the white my idea of magical powers must be different than yours. Like just just because the character has a Netflix special and isn't funny doesn't mean they have magical like I don't I don't see the what you're saying there. What magical powers literally meaning like to see to see the truth, not like not like lasers and stuff, but to see the truth of the world in a way that teaches another character like the correct way to see the world. And I don't I don't see even with the driving drunk thing like like which was yeah, which was never the driving drunk thing, because I, I the reason I want to say something about that is I think some people would be like, what driving drunk thing? Did, because it was never brought up. But it was did, never brought did, up the fact that after. Che did Che say that they were going to be the one behind the wheel? Maybe Che has a driver. I know. Do you, I don't think that the writers had any anticipation that Che would be as as hated as they are. And I think that the che. I don't think I don't think it's random. I think like your impulses when you're watching a story, if you don't trust someone, it's because it's like not real. And I don't think that the writers. I think they. Th- think Che is cool. I thought that I think they thought Che was going to be like, man, this is fucking awesome. And instead, all of the different little pieces of disrespect for the other people around Che, I don't think they wrote that with like, oh, it's a flawed character. I think they thought everything about Che is cool, including the disrespectful things. And I think that the example that I have is with like Steve I don't think I don't think the writers are concerned with Che being cool. I will say this. I think I just want to say objectively, Che is not cool. <laughs> okay, continue your discussion. Che is not cool. Continue. Che yeah. has laser lines. Yeah. And laser lines are cool. That laser is that are, is an objective statement. Laser lines are cool. I don't know if che, I, I think Che would find a way to make them uncool. They'd be like, Che, they would say, like, oh, these? Chaser lines. These are chaser lines. And it would automatically I love lane. chaser lines. Do you know what I'm actually upset about? This is Vaser what lines. This is what I'm upset about. Vaser lines. Vaser lines. I'm upset that I thought there was going to be more Cleveland in no, this. I, so. I, I, no, that's where you're really pissed about. This, this, this is, you know, this I is, wanted Miranda at Skyline Chili. People yeah. from Ohio that's do have a lot of... Fuck you! People do have a lot of a, a pride about Ohio. I do think... Okay. That was okay. a poor writing to set that up and... I agree. I, that's exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say we were left with a major cliffhanger that everyone all over the internet was saying, oh my gosh, Miranda's screaming that she's in a rom-com. There was that great meme that every outfit made. Yeah. It was like, it was like, yeah, I forget what the, the you're living so, in a fairy tale. A she, fairy tale. She tells Carrie at, at right before Carrie goes to yeah. Paris. Right. Yeah. Every outfit had that, which was fantastic. And then the payoff is just that, now they're at Empire Diner together, and we don't even hear about Cincinnati. And that, I think, is a huge missed opportunity. Even How even dare e- you? Cleveland. What? Can't just exchange oh, another C city. My bad. It's all one <laughs> rust belt. <laughs> hey, did it, Cleveland and so if dirty. we just lost you, let me tell you something. We didn't lose anything. Okay, so... so. <laughs> So Ohio State. So get out of here. Omit, you can't copyright the get out of here. Che and Miranda from just kidding. I love Ohio. This episode. Then I then I like it more, but I I don't think it's realistic that anyone that they're going to show up at that house. Kevin, I was I was I was. But it's it's that's what's funny about Sex and the City. I was bugging you about something before. Don't the episode. roll your eyes on me. That shows contempt, and I will not stand for that. We are podcast partners. Ooh, it's like not contempt for you. Here. It's not contempt for you. It's contempt for this storyline. You 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 never <clears throat> roll your eyes at a friend or a lover. Yeah, you're right. I'm unless sorry. unless it's Chadius. This is the snapping. <laughs> um, um, what, what? And then we can move on because I, I could hate on this the whole time. But what? What's one thing that Che has ever expressed about interest in Miranda? Like Che doesn't even can't like. Jay called Miranda pretty, extra pretty in the diner. Yeah. Jay called Miranda <laughs> Rambo. And so, Mar- but it's like, it, no, I agree. Jay is, Jay, I think, has a very selfish 
standoffish vibe, which I think would be a more interesting thing to explore to say, like, Che, che is kind of a fuckboy, maybe. You yeah. Know? Which, che, Che. Fuckboy is, it's weird to say a fuckboy. A fuck boy, them. A fuck them. It's weird to say fuckboy about, about a, yeah. a non-binary person, but, you know. The, the like, thing the that term. Che has done for Miranda is, ex- whether you agree or disagree, has enabled Miranda to discover if sh- if Miranda is happy with her life mm-hmm. and if she wants something more. By saying that, though, I do have to agree with Kevin that by saying that that is possibly a device as a, a magical, like magical power thing where Che is brought in as this kind of but, like. I mean, I, I don't listen. I'm not. I don't, I'm, I'm in a position now where I feel like I'm defending Che. No, I don't, I, I don't. I don't think you are. I, I, I don't necessarily love the character, but right. I love the scenes that Miranda and Che were in. I love that Miranda identified that she was like acting uh, foolish and sticking to like the rules that I think Miranda would have scoffed at uh, a while ago. And I think it's an interesting examination of an older person who might be thrust into this confusing world of identifying not only who they are, but a dating life and Mm. finding themselves attracted to someone else. So I don't, I'm not really even concerned or care whether or not Che is, is magical. I I think it, it made for interesting TV and I can understand why Steve was like, I can understand why people would be off book because Steve was done dirty, but it also gave a really great opportunity for him to show his true colors with the scene with Carrie. And I just enjoyed all the, all the, the scenes and the acting. I do, I do think that there, and maybe we'll get it next episode, but I think that Miranda is getting off a little easy with everything uh, yeah. from, from the setups that we got in this episode. I think Miranda got off a little easier, even, or may, maybe I'm just not satisfied with like the things that I'm seeing them like, Oh, maybe they're going to do that. But like, even the thing where the people come up to Che and, and it's like, can we get, uh, picture with you and Miranda says like I'm just the girlfriend and, uh, and there was a look that Che gave there was a look that Che gave mm-hmm. so maybe that will pay off later but there was even things in that scene and then Miranda finding out that you know Che banged their friends like there's it seemed like nothing was done with that information maybe it'll happen later but there I agree I do think there was a little like goofy rom-comness about Che and Miranda and not any sort of payoff and I do think you're right I, I mean I do agree with you that Che can kind of Che can kind of do whatever I, as as it was oh no never mind that was Lizette when Lizette said she was obsessed with Carrie's podcast I was like nobody's obsessed with that podcast yeah <laughs> but and, and I yeah. want to say this if anyone's listening right now I think like for the first time that's obsessed with our podcast, with oh, our podcast. I'm okay, if we have first if we have first time listeners I will say I think there are some things that have made us sound like haters and we're not we do not mean to be major haters but I think that some of that does point to some of the unreality of this. It's because I hate I hate this storyline because I care. Well, let's. Okay. I don't want to spend forever in the storyline because yeah, I, I, I think there say, was some really good stuff. Yeah, I thought this episode sh- highlighted what I love most about Charlotte. Right. Can we just button up that yes. last conversation? Yes. Then? Yeah. I yeah. would say it's it's very fair to say. You just got shade. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we got chained. It's, it's out. It's done. No Let's more chain. All this will be re- next week. It'll all be redeemed. If there is one flaw that yes. is like I agree. noticeably brought out, that Jay doesn't that, like tacos that, that, that other, would be a huge that, flaw. That hurts other people because that sort of behavior, no matter well, how you are, it hurts other people. And that is not being properly explored or like justified in the writing that I'm done. Okay. Now I, I like now I like, like lots of things and I love period blood. <laughs> Are we going there? I actually do. Not, 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 I, I love when it's shown in television. I love, oh, okay. when, oh, that's I like love when normal I think yeah. like sex in the city is is on a 10 when they're being like women fart, women take shits, like women boogers. go to yoga classes and like get like semen sprayed in their faces accidentally yeah and tantric that was just sex at a regular yoga yeah. class not not a tantric yeah, sex that just happens in yoga class <laughs> that was at a there's crunch. just there's just nuts that bust all yeah. over yoga class <laughs> but yeah but yeah seeing a woman who's supposed to be 
who thinks they're going through um, menopause just just bleeding through their their jumpsuit. That's that's what I'm fucking signing are we, up for. Are we gonna we're gonna talk about this storyline, right? Yeah, All right. We yeah. Should I say, think we should. We should say. I love when Corey's when Corey's getting ready for a sound, <laughs> for a, uh, a sophomore moment. <laughs> he always he looks over at the he best. Smiling. <laughs> He's like, "We're gonna do this," and then his phone comes up to the to the microphone, and I get excited. I'm just gonna, I'm trembling with anticipation right I, now. I'm just gonna say, first time listeners or long time listeners, we're about to wade into uh, us talking about women going through menopause and having their period and we just need to say uninformed male period talk you stupid sorry ladies (laughs) (laughs) was that you saying you stupid (laughs) (laughs) you stupid you stupid listen dude if we had a clip of anthony just going get out get out (laughs) it would be perfect for right now (laughs) if we're gonna jump in we're gonna talk if it's possible to get toxic shock syndrome from a conversation you're about to get it (laughs) oh my you thought it was embarrassing uh, listening to us talk about gender queer. Just yeah. wait until we talk about this. <laughs> yeah. talk about it's going to be us rolling over a minefield because we don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're talking about. If you keep your earbuds in for too long, you could get <laughs> toxic shock syndrome. Oh, um, well, first of all, having fingered some vaginas before, <laughs> some of the... <laughs> I want I want I want a doctor to say that at their like final jury trial. <laughs> uh, what qualifies you to be a surgeon? Well, first of all, having fingered some vaginas before, um, yeah. after, after finding a couple strings in the tushy crack. <laughs> when I was just like when when uh when Charlotte was talking about the angles, I was sort of like I know. I was like, "Oh yeah, that is kind of true." But also does that make sense? That's what Drake needs in that song where he says, gotta hit them angles. Yeah. He's talking about putting in I'll tampons. Tell you, the- Katie was like howling during this episode. Wait, she's, really? Yeah, she's like, this is just the most accurate depiction of going through that. This is, I, I wish, we, we need to we need to put out a, a thing on the instance who people thought of it because I had a friend text me from back home that was like, that before, I, before we watched it and, and she was like, Oh, the tampon lily period story was so stupid. Oh, I she was, was like, so I'm sorry for spoiling it. But she was like, I thought it was so dumb and overdone. I thought so it was I'm so interested. funny because that's like something that would have happened to that's something that would have happened to Charlotte in Sex yeah. and City. In Sex and the City. It did feel very sex in the city. And she she would be like the innocent, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. And like Samantha would have been like, I'm here to coach you. And it was really fun mm-hmm. to see Charlotte in that role yeah. and then still end up as the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. Cause I think yeah. Charlotte is makes such a good butt of the joke and she plays it so freaking well. And so to have her, when she walked away with period blood away from the porta potty, I was mm. like, this is great. This is sex in the city. Yeah. Was, watching. yeah. That, yeah. Was, that You're right. That was very sex in the city. It also was a great payoff for how they all showed up in like fabulous painting clothes. For yeah. Dude, when they showed, when they showed up in the, in the stretch limo, I'm like, that's, That's also real. That is what, like, I know you're like, it's so unrealistic that they would actually come there. If someone in Charlotte's station were forced to go paint in Greenpoint. Yeah. Her and LTW would show up in a car like that. Yeah, and it That's also like, yeah. This is this is fun. We're gonna help poor people for the weekend. Yeah, and wearing designer like jumpers. Yeah, yes, yeah. and it's also funny that like to them going to Greenpoint was like going to like was like going to the worst neighborhood yeah. ever. She's like, I gotta go to Greenpoint. Now, all of them said that. Carrie was like, I mean, Carrie was right. It it probably does take three tunnels to get there from. Upper East. Also, I'm probably going to get roasted because it's probably some really fancy clothing. But did anyone else think LTW looked like Brian Fellows from Sarah Life? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Dude, that is so good. We that have is to. So we have funny. to put that. I'm Brian Fellows. I'm, I'm Brian Fellows. I'm, I'm painting. LTW. That is so. I call funny. some food trucks. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Her like she it was like a safari outfit it with was, like short she, shorts. Yeah, I was wondering why she was like in Glam Squad, why she had a hairbrush and a tiny pocket in her arm. Like she was dressed like someone that was a utility hair and makeup person. I I think it's like you know, because I think a lot of the show is trying to upend stereotypes, and I think yeah. there was a lot there that they were trying to do that is like this person's glammed out and then taking the pictures and then Miranda's like, you shouldn't do that. And then it's like, I'll pay for everything. So I think it was like, yeah, I think there was something that is like, was purposeful. That was like, listen, there can be 
because basically Nia Wallace is like a pretty understandable character. That's like, yeah, it's like a smart intellectual mm. black woman mm-hmm. who's doing this. And then it's also like, you know, black women can also be rich as fuck mm-hmm. and dress up and be like, I fucking got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I feel like that, that was, I think they glammed up LTW on a level yeah. to just be like, yeah, this person's a high end art collector just because they're they're helping out in Brooklyn doesn't mean yeah they gonna, would, yeah they yeah. wouldn't change they yeah. would do exactly what LTW yeah. did in that in that yeah. scene yeah I think there is definitely that exact scene there's definitely more in this versus Sex in the City of them of of the original characters biting their own tongues and yeah. saying like well I guess I was wrong about that yeah, yeah. Like when Nia Wallace and LTW were talking about everything and then it was like oh never mind I guess they do have this yeah you know like. Like LTW is going to save the day. Mm-hmm. And then I love, I, I, I enjoyed the way they re circled back on Naya and Andre's um, attempt at having kids by him seeing yeah. uh, George Washington. <laughs> I, I, I forgot that actor's name again, but I don't want to look it up because I just want to call him Chris, Chris, Jackson. Chris, Jackson. Chris Jackson. I'm sorry, Chris Jackson. Ooh, I forgot your name. I knew that you were in Hamilton, and as an actor, you are so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when we make one rhyme, we're just like, we're great. Yeah, we're the best. Me and your castmates <laughs> got a special thing going on. You are on stage singing, and you're on screen. Pain. All grown. <laughs> um, Falls apart after one. I. It's... I will say that it was cool they brought up something that's like really important to us. Painting? Um, Tacos al Branco? Just that it is labor? really <laughs> hard to be white. And finally they said it. They just came out. Doesn't LCW say that? It's uh, hard to be Seema, white. Seema says that. Seema says yeah. that. Yeah. And, and so the rest when of the did pod- Seema say it's hard to be white? When Carrie is complaining that she couldn't just write a check. Oh, and then Seema becomes the Seema becomes the brown woman that writes yeah. a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. I love that storyline too. I I, I love that storyline, but it's completely upended by the fact that LT the, like New Wallace is like, yeah, we need money to fucking yeah. pay for the food. So it's like yeah. it seems like the check is is pretty listen, important. Listen, yeah. I'll tell you from we have friends that work in nonprofit. And I will tell you this, that, you know, the, it's like hey, people are like, you got to roll up your sleeves and stuff. Some of someone works in a nonprofit, they are never going to turn away a check. Yeah. yeah. No, no they're, they're nonprofit is zero. Like, um, I'm sorry. Put it away. Roll up your sleeves <laughs> and grab a paintbrush. Yeah. No, they're going to be like, give me all the money. Yeah, Carrie, Carrie did the money too, right? Yeah. Both. I feel like you do the money. Mm. Yeah, you do both. I, no, I thought that was a funny line. And I thought it was. I thought it was funny and it was kind of bold. I forgot. I thought it was um, LTW that said it. So I maybe maybe it was. A long time. <laughs> I also like seeing Seema just be a like a boss bitch. Like she yeah. was just crushing it with the yeah. cigarettes, chilling, hanging. Yeah. Like when that guy like when stepped. Fucking, when fucking uh, you don't mess with the Zohan comes up behind her. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, yo. Who is this, who is this oh hot lady? That, who is this hot lady that smokes? Can I do her hair? This is my club. Dude, dude, from a distance, I thought it was McConaughey. Oh, really? I was like, is that Matthew McConaughey? Dude, you know how if that person's actually an actual entrepreneur, because uh-huh. uh, you know, realistically, behind closed doors, he's so pissed. There's a woman shelter going in there. Oh. <laughs> he's so mad. Oh no. Dude, I, uh, people at restaurants, like nice restaurants in this area, a uh, uh, shelter opened, and that was like the conversation in the neighborhood. And I was like, Jeez. at the, my favorite taco wow. place, they were just like, yeah, we're not happy. <laughs> like, see, but, um, but yeah, it, it was, I guess it, oh, it, it seemed kind of coincidental. I, it's hard because they brought everybody together, but since there's so many disparate threads yeah. of yes, characters, I, agree. I think that. If you get all four girls together and their partners, it's easy in Sex and the City. Like, we're here. This, they had to do a lot of work to get everyone there. And yeah. I guess there were certain times that I'm glad they attempted it. There were times that I was like, really? Is everyone going to be there? Yeah. But I guess I appreciate the attempt. I yeah. was totally fine with it. What, what do you, yeah, I mean, that is true. It was, it was like a family, like a whole, a whole family app near the end right there. Um, I, oh, was this the one that Chris Noth got cut out of? Because he was on the IMDb page, IMDb page for really? this episode. Yeah. Oh, maybe. maybe 
Maybe I, I she bet she, she would have listened to like a voicemail or like he, she had like a video of him that she was so, going to watch. Because yeah, she was thinking about the, the wedding ring so much. And, yeah. and Mr. Trigg, Mr. Trigg, yeah, had yeah. A, a voice recording of his wife, Anna. What, what do you think is going to happen with Nia Wallace and Andre? Because I think now there was like some conflict between them saying, you know, he was like, I'm making a pivot. I'm ready to make a pivot. And and she seems like she's like over kids now. Oh, not over kids, but just kind of being like, I don't need that. Like when when uh when Lily was in the Portage on. Yeah, I don't think they'll end up with kids. Hmm. I yeah, I don't I, I don't know what I thought she was like excited about it and gung ho and then disappointed when it when it didn't happen. So I'm like, you like, you think that she's, I'm a little confused. That was kind of her last stab at it. And she was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to embrace whatever the next step is. And yeah. He got back on board with it now. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with their storyline, but I felt like we missed a little, like a, we missed like one conversation between yeah. the two of them. Cause I'm trying to think the last time they like, when the last time they talked was, was it in the car? When, yeah, it was when Miranda blew up their spot in the car. Yeah. But I, I feel like was... there's one important conversation yeah. of her being like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I don't want to go through it anymore. And him being like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And then he sees, um, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson painting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, yeah I'm in. There does seem to be a thing that happens in this show where you go like, like when Miranda was like, I'm going to tell, I'm going to ask you for a divorce. It was like, okay, it just there, happened. there must have been other conversations that, because everyone was like, Okay. Yeah. You know, like it mm-hmm. seems like people are totally at the Chanchu you're talking about. Yeah, the Chanchu. Yeah. I wonder if I I personally wonder if Nia Wallace is uh I wonder if Nia Wallace is like I don't like <laughs> kids because I'm fine, but if Andre, her husband, wants uh-huh. to pivot because you know she talked about all he can see now is yeah. a baby. Like he was like, oh, someone yeah. would have put a baby to the targets. He wouldn't notice. Do you think though he's pivoting? Because he needs a new career and he needs something to do because he was never very good. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just it makes me it makes me think if the storyline's gonna go like this. Nia Wallace's husband. New music drop. <laughs> Is he just really bad at music? <laughs> I didn't set that one up well. <laughs> Nia Wallace's husband. What if that's really a spot? Does he have a real name? name? Yeah, his name is it's Andre. Andre. It's Andre Rashad. But Andre. when I was, but when I was, when I was, Nia Wallace's husband. It's new fu- music. It's funny when I was looking at because I was like, oh, his name's Andre. But I was like, I've, I think anyone that else I would talk to, no one's going to be like. I wonder what Andre thinks about kids. Everyone's like, yeah, what's Nia's Nia, husband? Nia's husband. Yeah, yeah. knows who Andre is. But wait, did he talk? Was he talking about music? Yeah, he's a yeah. musician. He's a musician. He's, he's a traveling musician. He's a traveling musician. Okay. He's been gigging in the subways, and I was like, I just think maybe he's. I think he he's just wants bad. To, he wants to become a father because every every time he puts out new music, it's just like that, that, that sounds great. Awful. That like, sounded awfully yeah. lot like the crowd that was booing Che's comedy performance it's, too. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> it, it, you think he opens for Che? <laughs> possible. <laughs> and then yeah. Um. Wait. Do you have Chase? Do you have Chase? Uh, one. Well, Let's hear if it's the same crowd. Oh, hang on. If it's the same, oh, it's uh, we don't. No, have to. no, no. Let me see. The Chase um, one was uh, uh, the Chase. Let's see. Chase Diaz live in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could use some weight. Yeah, same crowd. Same crowd. Listen, same exact collection. It's all, decided all, that that Andre Rashad opens for Jay Diaz Andre in Cleveland. Wow. Opens for Jay Diaz, and you got to think if you if you're not a Jay Diaz fan, but you're going there and you're hoping to hear some good music, uh, you're this is what you're signing up for. New music drop. <laughs> That one's just so so niche because I'm like I'm invested in like I guess Andre and Dia Wallace having a kid, but I'm like not paying attention enough to remember what he does. (laughs) But this is why I think that this show I've said it before. Like I I like that that couple. I want to see them on a different show. We we have too many characters on the show now. That needs to be yeah. There's 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 a lot. 
there's a lot in this world. I mean, like we're we're doing we're doing full story arcs. They got they got rid of Justin really fast today. Justin <laughs> coming Justin out of the gate strong. Holocaust. Get out. I, <laughs> I, I I like that because there's a lot of there's a lot of gay guys out there that are just like that are probably Holocaust deniers. Yeah. <laughs> really? Wait, no, explain, not, explain not, that one. Yeah, log cabin Republicans. Uh, that's true. <laughs> just gay Republicans. I, I talked to a friend this. Uh, you know, there's QAnon gays. And there's, oh, dude, I, I talked to a friend this week who uh, she used to work with a with a guy who's gay who is currently dating two young male gay porn stars, and he's like a super right wing, super right wing conservative gay guy who like he's he has like a super fancy job, but. He's like very, very what right if, wing and he's dating porn stars. What if Anthony Anthony brought Tim Dillon over? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. Is this a uh, Jewish dinner? <laughs> I'm Catholic. Dude. Oh, yeah. man. That was know. that was just that was them fucking knocking it out of the park that was with great. the like because that's just a funny bit. Yeah. Especially then when they do the the They're all saying I'm sorry, sorry, to, eating, I'm sorry to this. It's like the rule of threes. Yeah. yeah. Eating oh. burnt challah. Yeah. yeah. Like you know Harry forgets to check the challah oh. every single time they especially make a meal. When he was saying he was gonna check it, yeah. It, it, it was such an Evan Handler thing, but he was he was so serious that I was like is this just like oddly serious acting and it paid off very well you know it's great about going to dinner at, at charlotte and harry's house they're, they're gonna greet you he's gonna greet you with a suit yeah absolutely like he doesn't do a casual dinner at his house yeah no. he rocks the suit and it i is, appreciate that it's shabbat we're not fucking around oh exactly. man i want to go so bad i know um i love i love that we got a good anthony scene oh yeah, yeah. great anthony scene he's always bringing the pain Hot i'm surprised spread is heavy I, I do want to say this about tampons that the, and I've talked about this on stage, but uh, the mm. first time that oh, I, whoop, er, the uninformed male period talk, you stupid. Sorry, lady. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was in college and uh, this girl that I met at a restaurant because uh, she was my server, and then I was like, we should hang out sometime. <laughs> then we hung out, and then we ended up in Pittsburgh at some place, and I'd never seen cocaine. And then she proceeded to uh, ask if I wanted to do cocaine, and she took a tampon out, took the inside of the tampon out, mm-hmm. and then used the tampon applicator mm-hmm. because you put the you like kind of like shoot the thing in, like <laughs> like shoots up. So then the applicator is just like a open piece of plastic. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then everybody used the tampon Wait, can you explain the applicator again just well, the for, just, for our, not... just for our audience who might not be familiar yeah it's like plastic okay it's, <laughs> it's but then it's not it's not like the the it's not like the thing like mm-hmm. the thing that soaks up it's just a plastic thing it's <laughs> oh, used the, and then the plastic thing you can use to do cocaine with <laughs> and so uh and so, yeah, they use that all the time. That was the first time I saw like the innards of how a tampon works. I saw my sister. I grew up with sisters, so I saw bloody tampons in the trash all the time. Mm. But this is the first time I saw bloody tampons and empty bags of cocaine. And empty bags of cocaine. <laughs> Those are my parents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and so that's when I was like, I "Think your mom ever did a line off the battleship?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, Kevin's that's mom. So good. Yeah, so no, that's just uh, that's I know the inner workings of uh, of tampons from that, you know. Was, whoops, sorry. That um, was oh man, thank you for that. That was that was really informative. Oh, and then after I went to go kiss the girl at the end of the night, she's mm-hmm. like coked up. I didn't do any cocaine. Um, you just stuck the tampon applicator up your no, nose. No, I went to kiss her, and she was like, "I thought you were gay." <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it was. A, I mean, that was a memorable night. There was a lot of firsts that night. Um, we got okay. So since we're still in period land, um, what do we think of the whole Lily thing? It felt very Sex in the City to me. I thought it was it great. I thought, little, I, I thought the montage was a little goof town, but then also I was like, this is a classic Sex in the City Charlotte yeah, yeah. montage. It was watching it was, it was, YouTube it was videos. Yeah, well, that was a better montage than. The tennis, tennis montage. Yeah. Much when like when Charlotte ten- was like laying in the bathtub, it. Yeah. it had a great payoff. Yeah. I, I just really I, I thought it was really funny. I thought Lily did a really great job. She she did. She she shined. She did shine. You know Lily's twenty six? 
actress. What? Wait, really? Shut yeah. up. Yeah. Shut up. Did you know Rock is 51? <laughs> Rock is 51. Rock is 51? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 26. 26? Yes. No way. No way. Yes. She legit looks like she's like 17. Yeah. That's, That's insane. Yeah. Isn't that like weird? Yeah. Yes, it's it is we- weird. It is. It is weird, but also like if someone I knew was attracted to to her, I would judge them. Well, yeah, because if it's presented like, I mean, obviously she's beautiful, but I was just like, yeah, that's like weird to then like. Do you think she plays the role as the little kid on uh, How to Catch a Predator? <laughs> she said, "Come on in. My parents aren't home. Hey, have da- some. Have some down. Eat some challah. Sorry, my dad burnt it. Yeah. Did I tell you about my Chris, uh, my Chris Hansen story? Were you, you were in an elevator you, with him, right? I was in an elevator with him, and I was I was looking what? down at my phone. I was in uh, Thirty Rock, and uh, he was a. Uh, uh, I was talking the building, to him. not the TV show. Yeah, 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 the building exactly. Yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, I was in the uh, I was in the building. I was in an elevator, and I was talking to a friend, and I was talking about someone that I had met like the night before and I think or, or some like the week before and I think it was talking about like an app or something like that but I don't fully remember but it was something about how we had like an age difference and stuff yeah and then uh I like just kept talking and looking down at my phone and then the elevator like- stopped and he got on and then I was like I don't know I mean I don't know if we're actually going to meet up or not like there is like an age difference and stuff and then like I looked up from the phone and he had gotten off and someone was like do you know Chris Hansen? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Hi, Corey. I'm Chris Hansen. Hi, We're Corey. At the seventh floor. Do you okay. want to hear my Chris Hansen story? Okay, you're free to go. <laughs> Remember the Kool-Aid dude on uh, the show? I there's something so satisfying about watching. I I really could watch that for hours. Well, What's that's that's what watching that's what that's what finding out Lily was 26 felt like. That's I felt insane. like I was I was made a fool of. <laughs> No, it's it was just fine. I was just looking around on the IMDb and I saw that. That's like, insane. That's, yeah, it's crazy. They should do good if, for that. If next for if Lily. next week's episode was just Chris Hansen like jumping out of Harry and Charlotte's kitchen while Lily ran to the back room. Yeah, I would be so thrilled. I would be so happy. No, and then, and then you know who's gonna get in trouble is uh, is uh, who commented on Lily's Instagram? Who? The, <laughs> Remember on Instagram? I wish I knew the the username of the person that said hot on Lily's Instagram. Oh, that would have been the best callback. Oh my gosh. Oh, fuck. Um but uh, sorry, we need to talk Carrie. We gotta talk Carrie and Steve. And the rings and Lizette and the the drain and freaking Steve the plumber. No oh, crack. Yeah. Um all right. Let's uh And Steve, we need to we need to talk. you want you keep saying that Steve's being done dirty. Here's time to do a Steve talk. Time to it's his moment to shine. Do you want to do a Steve talk? Yeah, let's do a let's uh I think we should do a Steve talk. But I, I will say I do think they're doing Steve dirty because this is their moment to justify it. And I think I think that they're making him him like stupidly committed. Like this is another scene where he's like, I'm never taking it off, which is like romantic, but it's also it's her being like moving on and him so he it's i will see what happens but it's like they're making him foolish and even his commitment they're like you sat on the couch and ate dessert and didn't engage your wife in like adventures in the second half of their life and now you're just like committed to a sham marriage he's committed to stirring the oatmeal yeah yeah he is and like what, sure. what 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 do you think would be an appropriate response for Steve to like spite Miranda and hate her? No, like it like, no it seems the, pretty the true scenes, to his character. This no, I think the scenes should be together. The 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 downfall of the writing of this is that it is not none of it is hap- it's all happened behind each other's backs. And I don't and and I don't feel like anyone is connected to like what happened to their marriage because there's no scenes of them together, which maybe was just a cost thing or maybe it was a scheduling Mm. thing, Mm. but like, I don't know. I I think I also listen to the writer's room podcast and Uh they, how dare you plug another podcast in this show? Well, I'll tell you what I told Corey that it's not good for me to listen to it because knowing their motivations, that's why I didn't listen. Yeah. And it made me hate this scene more because they're like, 
they basically said that the scene was there to show that like he's holding on to the past and it spurs carry on into the future too. Yeah, I not- liked that. Yeah, well, does marriage mean anything? Like you can people can change and get divorced. I'm not saying that, but it's change, like change. But, change. Change. But I don't I don't think they've like they're so obsessed with showing like new pretty things that they they're they wrote that But but Steve is making Carrie thinks Steve is making a mistake. Making a mistake by not taking his ring off. Yes. And that's so like you're you're saying you're frustrated because you think Steve's character is not like going out there or getting out there or like you you feel Steve is making a mistake and so does Carrie. The Carrie is the main character. Steve and don't respect Steve. And I, I think that that is true. I don't think they have a respect for Steve and the values that Steve has. I think Steve, uh, I think, first Miranda. of all, I think that, what, oh, sorry, what? I just said Miranda. 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 We'll do a Steve talk in a sec. Um, I think, uh, I think, first of all, you got to give Steve a little bit of time. Carrie was like, oh, I'm surprised he showed up. So it's like, it's it's been what, like a month? Like, yeah. of course he's going to leave his ring on. He's been married for 20 something years. Yeah. But also... I sent both of you a clip of this. It was not the Stir the Oatmeal book, We by Robert Johnson. It was another book that was talking about um, just the difference between romanticism and mm-hmm. the, between romanticism. And it didn't say, I think it was commitment or covenant or whatever, but it was basically saying that in, in something like marriage, like you, you basically can be terrible and mm-hmm. can forgive because it's like it, it, can't if it's based on purely romanticism and based on feeling and based on growing in and out of things and i'm not saying that people you know can't get mm-hmm. divorced i'm not saying that miranda can't change and grow into another person but i was basically saying you you can't uh you, you can't just say uh everything needs to be exciting and amazing all the time and if it's not i'm out because yeah. it's like that's it you actually have more freedom if you're like it was never based on it was never based on excitingness it was mm-hmm. basically based on saying we're locked into this and yeah. we're free to be who we are it, it, it's almost i mean it's almost probably the kind of uh argument for arranged marriages that people give sometimes where they're like oh we learned to love each other with the Aziz on yeah. parents and stuff yeah but i think i think in the steve thing i think that people are not i agree i don't think they're giving steve uh enough stuff and like i think that he should absolutely be where he is right now and i don't think that it like necessarily fell apart because he was like a dud husband there's been a lot of people saying that. i mean granted i do think maybe they did grow apart and i told you kevin like a week ago that i was like i think that they've always kind of been on a not always level playing field yeah always had a little bit i mean if you go back to like the corduroy suit and stuff like Mm -hmm. he's always been Miranda's always been a pisser she's always been a pisser She's been a pisser. I think that he wants different things than her. Um, Gosh, Debbie. But God, he should just get out there with Debbie. But I don't know. I I texted. I emailed Debbie. She didn't email back. <laughs> Thanks we'll a lot, get, Debbie. We'll get her. Thanks a lot, Debbie. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm, we'll get her I'm, in for a Steve talk. I'm leaning a little bit more to Kevin. I think that it would. I think that it would end up being fine if they were like they're in two different places. But I don't think that they're giving him a ton of respect and i also think it was realistic but i think that when they when the writers made steve trip over the like the pronouns and also made steve seem very confused by the whole situation it it kind of undercuts when everyone else seems to be very caught up on these things Mm -hmm. and steve seems like an old man who's just like Oh, it's like a change doesn't wear a dress. <laughs> like, I think there's a little bit. It's like, hey, Steve, you know, it it could either be very realistic that that is how he is, but that's okay because he's trying, or it seems to be written at, to a um, to his detriment. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think that there there's been gendering stuff earlier on with the other characters, but it just seems like Steve is just like. Hold on a second. There's yeah, more than one ginger. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think like I think it's. I mean, I definitely think they won't end up together. And I definitely, I just feel like maybe that. I don't know. Maybe they're all three in the same room. There, there's like a setup situation where it's like 
I like his acting and I liked yeah. Carrie's acting yeah. too. Yeah. Um, there was just something that it was like, and, and it is always fun for characters to, you know, to like for Elaine and George to hang out essentially without mm-hmm. Jerry, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And you know, when was the other time? It was basically like maybe the only other time Carrie and Steve hung out is like basketball time. Yeah. On like the stoop. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Which was like, did that after the affair or was that, I think she asked like advice about from a, about like Aiden advice. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Aiden advice. Aiden advice. (laughs) That is, that is Aiden advice to the, to the tune of Edelweiss from sound of music. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome welcome to Aiden advice. Do you see a pretty lady wearing uh, a nice article of clothing? Are you walking your dog? Walk up to that pretty lady and say, Hey, Pop Tart, this is Pete. Aiden it I make finds. furniture. I got hey. a huge ass head and nice long hair. My phone just buzzed. I want to give a special shout out to, to uh, Emily J. I'm not Emily going to say her J. last name. Emily J just became a patron right now. My phone buzzed. So, um, but I would say, like, um, thank you, Emily. Also, uh, yeah, I think with, with Carrie. I think she's going to like go on her first big <clears throat> date tomorrow. Also, what, what happened? To, what happened to her book? Next next week's going to be the book release. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. And she meets someone at the book release, mm. and it's not. It's just. It's going to be the same as. It's not going to be because it's like the most important relationship is myself. It's going to be that. It's going to be like maybe I'm still I'll, holding out that Aiden and Chair fucking. Jaden, dude, that'd be so oh, awesome. Jaden, that's their celebrity Jayden. name. Oh my gosh. I'm You're still so holding out that. on that? Is Jayden. that a brand new thing? Yeah. Okay, I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out on this new idea that I have. Dude, Aiden and Lily are going to do a tampon montage. Dude. Oh gosh. Um, hey, find the string. It's me and your tushy crack. Dude, that's awesome. That's what he, that's what he calls his newest date. Hey, tushy crack. Hey, t- hey tushy crack. <laughs> Hey, Tushy Crack, let me get that string out of there and let's get over to have a beer. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, how old do you think Rock is, the actress that plays Rock? How old? 24. That's insane. The actress who plays Rock is 24 and is a distant cousin of Tilda Swinton. Her name's Really? Alexa Swinton. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty cool. That's, that's wild. That's a there's some old, there's some old miners. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's uh, let's do our Cosmo ratings. Like, I'm very curious to hear what yours is going to be, Kevin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's <laughs> do. You, no, no, we're doing Cosmo. Hi. What's your, what is it? What is yours, Kevin? Um, one point five. What? Wow. That is so. That is so wild. And it's one Cosmo for Charlotte and one and 0.5 for, for Lily and her big, her big step, her, her period bar mitzvah her we have to experience. She's a woman now. That's wild. Wait, was this her first period? I thought she just, I thought she just didn't know how to use a tampon. I was like, is she using pads or something? Wait, I'll, I'll, also, I thought there was definitely going to be a shout out to Spanx or to Diva Cups. Yeah, totally. Like girls, girls, you know, bleed and yeah. have periods in like very different ways now. Yeah. And that's like, I've seen advertisements for all of these products all around New York City. I Absolutely. thought maybe. Yeah, just uh, like we said earlier. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um that's insane yeah, that's 1. the 5. lowest cosmo you've ever given an episode ever given yes episode. that's cr- you're a crazy person sorry what's yours uh 275 I, I actually went up i have to say my reason you went up from what i think it was at a 225 okay i think so that's your real rating <laughs> well i think no it's 275 we've said before i here's my reasons though it's not just full hating i agree I, 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 de- I definitely have some chait, um, but part of my chait is that I was so keyed up for, you know, Miranda to take the fall, which I feel like we were set up for it. Maybe that'll happen. But now we are getting giggly school. You, you said something on the Instagram that was really good is that Miranda just being Carrie. And I mm-hmm. love how, mm-hmm. I love how solid Carrie is in this series as an yeah. individual. Carrie's doing great, but I just feel like we're not getting any great Miranda payoff and we're just getting Che 
uh, being like, what? I mean, Jay is actually playing a very great stoned person. Yeah. But at that, um, I like the fact that it was very much like an old sex in the city. Um, but I thought last week's episode should have been something like the second to last episode. I felt like last week's episode was on fire. And and also, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times in a series, the penultimate, the second to last, is just like, what is going to happen? Yeah. And that would always happen on the wire. Mm-hmm. And this one, I was just like, oh, this was kind of fun. And it also had problems. I also, I, there was one thing that we didn't get to talk about is that Che and Miranda, when they have their, their lovers talk, Che, you know, talks about improv. And Che was like, I'm not good at improv. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it did make me wonder what Che Diaz improv would look like. I feel like it might be something like Che Diaz improv. Yes, and I do a ton of weed. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> the rule of improv is yes, and. Yes, and is the rule. Oh, yes, and I do so a ton good. of weed. That is so funny. Um, I give this episode five Cosmos. What? This episode was so Jesus Christ. Good. Every scene was enjoyable <laughs> and fun. And I don't give a shit that they didn't go to Cleveland. I was bummed about that for like two seconds and I got over it and I had a fun time. Tacos O'Bronco was in it. That's true. We had all the characters together for painting. We had some Charlotte hijinks. We had Carrie going on the date, pondering her ring. We had Lizette. Great episode. Would watch again. Loved it. Wow. This you, is this is and this is so interesting because it what shows that it shows like that is the biggest disparity we've ever had in the history of this podcast. I probably gave it five just to spite you. If it was a real rating, I would have given it a 4.5, but I would argue if you didn't watch the writers, if you didn't listen to the writer's room podcast and get all riled up, you would have been North of two. No, you know it. No, you it's know not. It. It's not true. Yes, I it listened is. to it to try to help me like it no. more. Yes, I did. I no. trust me. I've been texting and ranting with Olivia and Kirkman. Yeah, You've been riled. You've been riling yourself up. Olivia and Kirkman are like two of the like they're big fans of of the show and the messages of the show. So that's why we got on this whole thing. I'm listen, I'm not Wow. You are You're doing the branch always I, dirty. I tried I tried to hear what they would say and all they did was like they're they're in another world. They're I Kevin, listen. Uh, really I can't. Fine, Kevin. Okay, All right. Like, Wait. Cool. And also, they missed one thing. They could have had a nice long scene because you know how they're very good. Like in the freak show, they have like freaks. They have yeah. like a metaphor, and then they had a perfect opportunity for Steve to say something along the line. It's like, you know, she's she's so obsessed with fingering, but there's one finger that matters right here. <laughs> oh. It's this finger. I mean, you. I do wonder if they have like a finger. Like yeah, metaphor thing. that they're they couldn't. We go need full to talk about it. fingering in every episode. But he did. He was just playing with his fingers the whole time, and I was like, "It is funny that she got fingered, and it's the finger." Yeah. Do you think that there's any of that there? I just thought of that. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I did like the fact that. Sorry, I know. All right, back to hating this episode. I did. I did like that we had a Lily Charlotte tie-in. That yeah. I feel like we had a great thematic thing there mm-hmm. that we got from old episodes. That was really nice. You think we're going to see Zohan again? I hope so. <laughs> no. see Zohan again. All no. right. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Check out our Patreon if you haven't already. We do a lot more goose in there. A lot more disagreements with Kevin and his <laughs> shitty rain needs. Uh, and uh, we, we love you all so much. Thanks for thanks for listening. And as always. Later, taters. Later, taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Sorry, ladies. (laughs) Seltzer Kings Podcasts.